The following is an actual play D&D podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Three-fifths is a compromise that at least leans in our favor. Yeah! <laughs> I don't know, you don't want to end up like that guy from Three Dog Night. You just see like a single tear. No! <laughs> <laughs> to the audience, you could maybe use a little rouge. Yeah, I'm, oh man, I'm super stressed out. You want to run for mayor in my town? <laughs> uh, it's so important to remind people that they don't matter. <laughs> I community service. What a reference. Okay! <laughs> this is... Yeah, nerd. You already know that we'll be recording our first two live episodes on Friday, November 3rd at CarnageCon. What you may not know is that we'll be doing a live stream Q&A with Doug from Victory Condition Gaming on Monday, October 23rd at 8pm in advance of the live shows. We know you've got questions burning within you, hot as a firebolt from Awen's fingertips. Why don't you join us so we can A your cues? That's Monday, October 23rd at 8pm. Check out our Facebook and Twitter for links and details, and then come see us in person at CarnageCon. Early registration is open till the 24th, so get your badges and secure your spot so you can hit it and crit it with us. Before we get to the episode, we have got to read excerpts from some of the recent reviews we've gotten. Here's one from Human Houseplant. Often, I can't get into popular RPG podcasts because female portrayal is usually played as heaving bosoms and feminine wiles, or the heteronormative ever-present brothel scenes. Disclaimer, I love raunchy humor, but sexual versus sexualized is a nuance. It's a thing, people, and it's a thing that Improvised Weapons is genius at. I wish every aspect of nerd culture could take the cue from IWVT. Thanks, HHP! We try real hard to fully realize the world and let everyone be who they are without defaulting to stereotypes. People are people. And sometimes they're kobolds. Here's one from Vegan Jello. What's better than nerds that can make you laugh? Wow, that's a really good question. It's deep. We're gonna have to really think about it. I don't know, maybe puppies? This will require some adorable research. Please send us your puppy pictures. Want to hear part of your review read out on the show? Well, you'll have to write one first. Then head over to patreon.com slash IWVTCast to see how you can support the show and get some cool rewards like an on-air shout-out written just for you or access to our post-show reaction cast. There's something for everyone there. Now let's get to the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of Improvised Weapons. Hope you're all caught up, because there was some exciting stuff happened last time. Uh, we had the trial of the century, folks. There's really some, some like, Atticus Finch-style shit going on down there. <laughs> As the party was essentially drawn into uh, what you could call a trap by the mayor um, as she sprung uh, the trial of the kobold Kariktika on them, somewhat forcing them to become her defense. Uh, although in the end, she was hoisted by her own petard as they were able to win the case. They, they won the favor of the jury and on top of that discovered a loophole in the town charter that allowed Kariktika to get out on community service. <laughs> Having dealt with that, they then went on to Fizzweaves. They were able to get the last magical item that they were waiting for, the Arcane Diviner. They met with the ORE team that was coming to town to debrief them on the events at Dr. Scutch's hideout. And now 
They are free to do as they like. What do you guys want to do? Speaking just for myself, I think I'm ready to like hit the road and, and go find these um, tempered steel people. So let's, let's yeah, get cracking. Yeah. We're all rested up, right? We don't need any. Yeah, you can. This is this is the next day. Yeah. So okay. all of the events of yesterday, meeting with the ORE and stuff, you went about your day. Yarfik, mm-hmm. you went to to Lutgers, the the blacksmith, to give him uh, your shield to have that uh, you know filigreed with a, a horse being punched, and the horse has fiery eyes. And they, you then retired back to the inn, had a lovely night of carousing. Various people bought you drinks because they were like, oh, man, that trial was so cool. Mm-hmm. And it's now it's the next bar. morning. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Did yeah. I meet up with that guy's sister finally? <laughs> do, we, do we finally close that loop? <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go there. Uh, that evening, a uh, young woman, pale complexion, uh, very, like, vibrant red hair, comes in and she goes up to the innkeep and 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 you vaguely overhear like that she's looking for the 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 von demos adventuring syndicate and uh she the innkeep points over to to where you guys are all sitting she comes over and she's just sort of flipping your business card in her fingers um and then she just like kind of looks at you and bites her lip i'm wondering if you think the flipping is is flirting? Is <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's what no? Everyone that's does. that's <laughs> more of just like her fidgeting. Oh, okay, fidgeting. Mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought that was a move. Okay, okay. I don't necessarily weird. want to play out a whole seduction scene. <laughs> no, you don't have to. I'm just you can <laughs> okay. you can just retire yeah. to your chambers the from there happens. and assume she hopes <laughs> to follow you. Yeah. So, so you magically influence her, or is that the metaphorical magic, John? Okay, <laughs> just making sure. Uh, yeah. So you <laughs> you uh, have a lovely evening. Uh, you you know buy your breakfast. Uh, wow. You're a gentleman. Ooh. Um, and then you promptly leave town. <laughs> uh, actually, on our way out, we stop by Sefton and convince him to run for mayor. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, Sefton uh, did tell you where the where he lives, so you know where the shed is. You guys want to stop by there the next day? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you stop by see, there, guys. Right? Let's see what Sefton's done with the uh, done with the fan. Club. I'd love to yeah. see this. This would be great. Uh, so you guys head over there, and the the door to the shed is open. Peering in, you see that there are. Like, this was a utility shed of some kind, for sure, uh, but he's, he's already done a lot of work to move stuff out. Everything that was in there is, is moved over to one side. There's a desk in there now with, like, various papers on it, and you can see that, that he's sort of done mock-ups for posters that, that have, like, Cassian for mayor on them. <laughs> Um, so he's definitely Uh-oh. started Uh-oh. doing a lot of the groundwork already. Like, um, like stuff like the Obama poster, like blue and red. Yeah, and those cost <laughs> money per copy. He yeah, probably yeah. yeah. Like, well, so to be, I mean, to be fair, you guys never really found out like what he does. True, he could be he could <laughs> like, be independently he could, wealthy for all we know. He could he could also just be like a medieval graphic designer. Like this could be his jam. That's true. But uh, but he is in there and he sees you guys walk in and he's like, oh my god, what. I didn't expect you so soon. What can I do for you? Is it time to start the campaign? In a matter of speaking, <laughs> Seth Jeff, you see, I have some news that may come as a bit of a disappointment to you, but I hope you'll also see it as the chance to rise to a challenge and prove yourself worthy. We have some urgent business away from town. We are going to have to head away possibly for quite a while, which means that I will not unfortunately be able to stay here to lead your town to greatness. But I've stopped by here because I believe that you have the potential to be that leader, Seth Jeff. And I want you 
to campaign against this corrupt, indecisive, just trial-fixing scum of a mayor. Uh, roll persuasion. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Eleven. A, uh, I mean, it wasn't going to take much to convince him. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, a single tear rolls down his cheek. Uh, as a lot of single tears. Yeah, most Dude, nobody cries with more than one. So, one, one guys, something that a lot of people don't realize is that in D and D, it's actually in the player's handbook that every race only has a single tear duct, and that they they only produce enough liquid at their bodies to to cry one tear at a time. They also only pee once a week. Um, no, no. Terry's the exception that proves the rule. Some superhuman people have the ability to pee. Yeah, single tear rolls down his cheek and he like wipes it away with his hand and and he just, you can see him searching for the words. He doesn't know quite what he wants to say, but he just sort of, he takes a deep breath. Well, I, I can do it if you you think I can do it. I do, Sir Jeff. I do. And you can tell everyone that you have the official endorsement of the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate. The heroes of the fight club, of the outhouse fight club. What, what's your day job, Sir Jeff? <laughs> oh, I'm a, I'm a graphic designer. I make signage and... Oh, great. So that's more of a freelance posters. type of thing? I mean, I'm an independent contractor. Okay, great. No, I was about to say, uh, maybe keep... Keep, keep up with that, but also run for man. I mean, marketing is your biggest skill. It's a great a thing. I mean, to, I never thought about it before, but for all the initiatives I could put forward, I could make my own infographics. Do you mind uh, just, just running one or two of those initiatives by us? Just so we know like who we're, who we're backing, you know, what, what are your positions? Well, I'm going to make uh, a membership in the VDAS fan club mandatory. <laughs> I love it already. <laughs> Perfect. Probably... Figure out a reason to have Terry arrested. You sound like our kind of candidate. Two <laughs> major initiatives that we can back wholeheartedly. You could do nothing else your entire time yeah. in office, and I will be happy. I, I don't want to give the impression that we're single issue voters, but this is good <laughs> stuff here. Well, I mean, you, you could be. I just gave our... you two. That's very true. <laughs> if I, if I may, how do you feel about kobolds? I mean, you know, kobolds are people too. They're uh, lizard people, but they're people. Well, we, You're all right, Seth Jeff. We love your enthusiasm, Seth Jeff. I just, you know, I want to be clear. The reason that I intended to overthrow the mayor in the first place was not for my own personal aggrandizement or to, to get my way. No, of course not. No, it was because I have a strong sense of justice. And I think I see the same thing in you, Seth Jeff. Now, it's all well and good to have Terry arrested because he is, in fact, a criminal and he did assault us. But what we really wanted was for, you know, the, you know, the mayor was giving preferential treatment to her nephew and her horse, letting them avoid punishment for their crimes. <laughs> and we have dealt with both of those as we've been here. I want to be oh. sure that when you're mayor, everyone will be equal. I want you to know that the first thing I do when I take office, because it's when at this point, not if, <laughs> when I take office, is going to be putting some strict restrictions on horse behavior. Equine nepotism. Um, I am so happy. Well, <laughs> Sef Chef, uh, we, we couldn't be happier. We must be going. No, absolutely. It's time for us to throw up. Don't forget the VDAS monthly tithes. <laughs> um, we'll be out here. Uh, where would you like me to forward those to, by the way? Uh, or do you just want me to collect them here and you'll, you'll come back and... We'll, they will come back and pick them up. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. Think of it as a war chest for your, uh, <laughs> your, your upcoming campaign. Oh, uh, actually, that reminds me. At some point, probably last night, because mm-hmm. I don't think he's just thinking of it now, Cassian is going to like through. Um, sneak off 
probably before I meet up with uh, what's his name's sister. With Randy's um, sister. Randy's sister, yeah. No, uh, I'm going to sneak off and um, uh, send 20 gold to my mother back in, um, what was the name of the city that decided I'm from again? You have <laughs> back in done? my hometown. Okay, fine. Uh, cool, so you you sneak off to ye old Western Union. And <laughs> I was actually thinking maybe that there's some kind of like bardic network for exchanging like news and information that I also send money to. Sort of based on the background you have, I'm sure you would sort of have inroads to like underground networks in the area, of which there are not many here because it's a relatively small town. There's not really a lot of room for like organized crime. And we closed down the teleporting outcomes. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, there's not a lot there, but there are, there are people um, certainly through mercenary networks that you can get in touch with to like get a message or a bag of coin to somebody. Okay. Um, so yeah, you can do that. Just mark off yeah. uh, 20 gold. So uh, Seth Jeff, you know, waves at you until you guys are, are gone. He doesn't start waving for you to leave. He's like, you are in the process of leaving, and then he starts waving, because uh, that would be really awkward. But he just waves, and he's like, I'll make you proud, I promise. Oh my god, this is so cool. And you guys make your way away from him. Where to next? Is there, to the, I don't want to walk to Bassifiel. Is, is, is there a wagon train or something? Or? Uh, well, do you guys have any other business you want to take care of? I need my shield back. Yeah. Oh. Okay, well, I guess I guess his shield and then some kind of horses or cart or something. I don't know how. There might be transportation. Riding horses. Let's figure there out. could be a caravan he- heading out that way. Go to the Greyhound Kennels. Yeah. Sure, where everybody gets Yeah, Yarfik in his, his heavy plate armor is definitely <laughs> going to be able to ride a Greyhound. <laughs> For about three feet. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a giant double-decker cart pulled by Greyhounds. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, like 40 of them. <laughs> Teams of greyhounds roaming the countryside. So you, uh, at first you guys go over to the blacksmiths, because uh, you have to go and, and pick up your shield. Right. And you go in, it's, for a custom job like that, 15 gold pieces. Perfect. So just mark that off, and you've got your shield back, and it's got a, a like, this guy, you don't know what he's doing in such a small town, because he does really good work. It's very impressively done. It's nice, it's like burnished a little bit, so there's there's depth to the imagery that's on it and everything. It's it's very impressive. Deflect air as well. Just yeah. lovely. Beautiful work. You guys are, are in the market to see about horses or a wagon or a caravan of some kind? Yeah. yeah. Hey, we could find a little, little coin uh, uh, protecting a caravan that's going out that way. That way we're making money as we're making money. Yeah, Lutka, is there some sort of caravan station or something like that? A, a, a depot? Uh, well, there's no depot or anything, but, uh, I mean, if you go to the the market square, you might be able to see who's heading out of town. Uh, at the very least, you'd probably be able to buy some horses or a, a cart and an ox. Okay, thank you, Lutka. Bye. Well, thank you very much. It's beautiful work. Thank you. Well, I definitely want to buy a horse. Uh, <laughs> I, I prefer to ride as befits my noble station. I... I don't know if I've ever ridden a horse before. I, it could be uh, I imagine you probably would have. I'm oh, sure okay. they have some sort of equestrian team at Blackbeak. Okay. <laughs> they do dressage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If she, she, I don't think she'd be on any sort of team. But okay. All right. Cool, you cool, you cool. have read about horses, though, right? No, I've read about I, no, I, you, Everyone has to take an animal husbandry credit. Okay. As part of their, yeah. Like. <laughs> you were trying to get a handle on speak with animals, and it just didn't yeah. really work for you. But you still took the class. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Because uh, you couldn't give up on the credits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you make your way education. <laughs> you make your way over to the uh, market square there's a lot of hustle and bustle going upon as uh, there are sort of traders setting up for the day uh, you know merchants hard at work it looks like there are several farm stands that have been in in 
been at it probably since dawn or so, selling various things in, in all of their wares and whatnot. And it doesn't really look like there's any caravans or anything that are they're in town at the moment, but there are you know there are people that have livestock available, so you can you can ask around, see if there's anything that's gonna be leaving town soon, or you can just see about procuring some of your own, starting a one wagon wagon train. Yeah, I'll make some inquiries around about uh, quality horses for sale, and I'll go around looking see if there's any caravans that are heading out of town and may need some. Uh, people to back them up. Go ahead and both of you roll investigation. Six. Ten. And sort of going around, you like, uh, Yarfik, you're going from stall to stall, uh, just being like, uh, you know, hey, just seeing if there's any caravans heading out of town. We're, you know, we're heading in this direction, just trying to see if we can maybe get some some guard work along the way. And they're all like, oh, I know you. You're you're from VDAS. Like, yeah, I mean, anyone would be lucky to. But all the caravans you hear about, they're, they're not heading in directions that you guys are going. There are a couple that are heading north. There's one that's heading south, but nothing's really going out west. So if you were to hitch up with a caravan, you'd probably have to go for, like, a really weird circuitous route where you go up to one town and, like, back down and even that you'd still be hoping to find something there's no guarantees but you do find that there are a couple of uh, vendors there that have livestock that have horses that are for sale Uh, there's a couple different kinds Um, you can get like there are sort of scant few horses made for like for running and, and keeping pace there are horses that are more like pack animals or um, like work horses. So there are options if you want to ride horses singly uh, or if you wanted to get a wagon and either get a couple of draft horses or like some oxen. You could also find like a mule or a donkey. They're pretty cheap. Well, whether we get a wagon or not, I think Cassian definitely wants a riding horse, like a horse to ride, you know, a stallion or whatever. Um, Something the the sexiest horse you can find. A horse with fine golden hair. My armor. (laughs) So you want a red and black horse? (laughs) No, that's my fancy clothes. Oh, sorry, sorry. My armor is sensible traveling colors. Although, if, if they had, like, a blue and white one to match Frosted Flake, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have a blue and white horse. <laughs> no. Now that I think about it. It's a fantasy world, you know. It's, anything could happen. Uh, going up to one livestock vendor, you start chatting with him. He's got, you know, not, like, a huge flock of animals in front of him necessarily because there just isn't the space here for that. But he's got, he's got about four horses in a pen with him as well as another pen uh, with some oxen, and he's got one pen that has just like a mule in it um a single mule and he you know chatting with him he's got this uh there's one horse there that that really catches your eye it's a riding horse it's it's a a white horse with these like sort of black speckles all throughout its coat um but its mane is shock white like like platinum blonde practically and that horse is uh would be 75 gold pieces but that would be for like ownership Right, right. Um, and he'll throw in uh, like a saddle and bit and bridle and all that stuff. I say, I must have it. Price no object. I give him the 75. You're really bad at, at, at bargaining, aren't you? A noble like myself does not stoop to haggle. You can uh, go ahead and mark off uh, 75 gold. He takes it very happily. He says, you know, give me just a moment. We'll, uh, we'll kick the tires, make sure everything's okay for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is he wearing like plaid everything? And yes, like, yes. Uh, seer sucker. Well, if I'd known that, I would have haggled. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's wearing a plaid jerkin. Uh, <laughs> so that's a fine jerk yes. you have, so. Stop it. You know that I can't. 
Um, just trying to annoy me. Oh, oh, hey, what are you there? Yes, I've been following you. What do you think? I was just standing there where you walk around. Olash is back there, standing there while we walk around. <laughs> by the way. He, you know, has one of his assistants go off. They come back with a saddle, a bit and bridle, stirrups, everything that you need for the horse, as well as a, a like a set of starter saddlebags that have uh, a, probably like a, a day's worth of, of feed for the horse in it, just so you have something to start out with. And you now have a horse. Fantastic. I, uh, I walk back saying? to the others. Awen and I walk back to the others. Uh, give me a minute on that one. Okay. Um, I say I'm still thinking of what to call him, but... Uh, Found a fine horse, and there are three more. If uh, if you if you three would like to ride, if you prefer an ox and cart, I believe that's manageable as well. You would be able to bring more stuff with you if you have an ox and cart, as opposed to just like horses. True. Yes, we might find some fun treasures along the way. So <laughs> why don't we? Well, it's more along the lines of like if you want to bring a lot of rations with you. Mm. Yes, uh, so otherwise, you'll have to like hunt and forage for food along the way. Do we do a bag of holding your hair? We do have a bag. You do have a bag of holding, but the bag of holding will not. Well, it's not that it won't hold enough rations. It's that it won't keep them unspoiled. It's not a refrigerator. Right. So you have to get like jerky and stuff like that. Yeah, you'd have to get like salt pork. Travel rations, yeah. Uh, how many days away did you say Bastofier is again? Uh, so Bastofier, it's about six days worth of travel. If you, depending on the pace you keep, you might be able to make it there faster if you keep a brisk pace. But you risk like exhaustion either of yourselves or the the animals. Yeah, I I would go for a oxen pulled cart, and then Cassian can you know prance along, next prance around. about oh, around us. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I'll perhaps scout ahead yeah. down the road. Let's go price out a cart then. I, lo- I like that a lot. Are you going to look elsewhere for a cart, or do you want to keep talking to the, the gentleman that you just purchased a oh, horse he from? He seems fine. Cap- yeah, sure. Hello! <laughs> uh, hi. Hi. I hear that you sell animals. We want to go... Want he to- starts looking around like, weren't you just here with your friend who bought a horse? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hi. That's a great... Um, Jerkin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the look of utter disgust on your face was glorious. Um, we want to buy a nox, an oxen pulled cart for travel for to go to Bastafier. Do you have one? Uh, he says, "Well, I've got uh, oxen. I myself don't have any carts or wagons, but I, uh, I mean, I, I do know the Wainwrights okay, in how town. Many, uh, how much gold for the oxen?" Uh, so an oxen uh, also, would. We are return customers, so maybe we can like knock off a couple. I, I'll see what I can do, okay. sir. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm a, a small businessman. Oh, and I appreciate that. I'm just saying, you know, it's good to have repeat business. We'd like to come back and be. And, and I want repeat business, but at the same time, I just have to make sure that I don't get run out of town by big horse. So you know. <laughs> Trust us, we're not we're not fans of big horse. <laughs> Not fans at all. Cassie, um, look into the connection between Big Outhouse and Big Horse. <laughs> <laughs> big Out, Big Out Horse. Oh my God, this goes all the way to the top. <laughs> all the way to the top of a horse. So the Are you telling me how much the bloody oxen. Yes, oxen are uh, are fifty gold pieces. Okay, now that his guard is down, Cassian is going to haggle. He's going to say, "For these scrawny beasts, uh, you you must be joking. Twenty five at the most." Uh, sir, these these oxen are as strong as ever. Look at their horns. Uh, I'm not buying them for their horns, I'm buying them for their legs. Well, I know, I'm just say, I'm saying that horses. horns on an oxen are a sign of strength and virility. These are these are breeding stock animals. Yeah, you could have enhanced those horns with magic and trickery or even uh, crepe paper and paint. Sir, are you accusing me of falsifying horns? <laughs> I'm accusing you of asking far too much for oxen. What? 
Well, I should say you've you've clearly got a practitioner of the magical arts here, uh, Miss. It, it, could you be so kind as to cast detect magic on these beings and prove to your friend here that there is no magical chicanery going on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to cast it. I'll divide it. <laughs> I reach into my hair, into the bag of holding, and sweep right out the arcane diviner, and I point him at the horns, and nothing happens. <laughs> I assume. Right? How do I do? I have to do anything to use it? So you're at it you you knobs. you pointed at it and cast the spell. That's really all it is. I mean, yeah. you you can you can play with knobs and stuff if that yeah. makes you feel fun. Yeah. So you you do that. You cast a spell, sort of that that arcing purple energy. You can see it like flashing between the forks on the end of it, and then you've cast detect magic, and you you see nothing. There's none of that telltale aura of magic coming off of anything mm-hmm. having to do with the animals. Cassian, I hate to I hate to burst your bubble, but there's no magical there's nothing magical about those horns. Well, that's fine. Uh, the horns are only one one point of argumentation and it's, it's correlation. They anyway. are two points of argumentation. Okay. Uh, you know, horns horn health may sometimes be correlated with oxen health, but it's no sure guarantee. Well, I could not go below 45 a piece on these. 40. 42. That's below 40. <gasps> Deal. <laughs> 42 gold pieces for two oxen. for two oxen? Yes. Okay, how much <coughs> money do I have? <laughs> oh, I have I have enough for that. Excellent. So go ahead and you can mark that off. Well, um, sorry. We should go all ahead. pitch in, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not paying for Well, I, I mark that off like yeah. as a group, whatever fund. you're doing. It's the party funds. Yeah, just bill it to Zef Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> bill, bill it to the mayor. Certainly. She will love that. Yes. What, uh, what is the conversion between gold and silver again? Ten to one. So ten silver is one gold. Ten copper is one silver. The calculators. You can out. ignore. <laughs> you can ignore electrum. We're not oh, using come that. On. No, I will not. Okay, um, so that's that's uh, that's Bridget ten pennies. gold and five silver from each of us, basically. Yep. If we're splitting it four ways. Okay. Ten so gold and five silver. Okay, yep. let's do. Which is ten point five gold, basically. The the livestockman. Um, says, uh, you know, you, you, sir, are a shrewd negotiator. If you, uh, head, head down to the other corner of the market square, uh, uh, there's a, there's a Wainwright down there who I think you'll, um, you'll, I think you'll be happy with his work. Well, thank you for the tip and, uh, a very fine day to you. And you. So you guys head down to the other corner, I'm assuming, straight away. Oh, with- I, sh- I shake his hand. <clears throat> he, he shakes it as well, uh, very mm-hmm. straight up and down. Uh, stiffly. Good. Good. I, shake, I shake my head and take the oxen with me. <laughs> yes, yes. So you you yes. have uh, you're leading the oxen along. You've, you've got your horse now. I'm kind of feeling good. I took well, in a successful business transaction. <laughs> oh, gosh, I assume so that fast. you're just like fascinated with the animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the, the only one who wants friend. a horse? You get you know. Oh, gosh, you get to name horse. them. <laughs> <laughs> Such pressure. Um, to think about you it. can change them at any point, you know. Yeah, I'm just imagining you like, like confuse them. Call them like left and right. <laughs> so she can and you're like, no, right. You're on the left. My world is shattered. She has flashcards to remember those. Yeah, well. I'm just I'm imagining the way you guys are walking with the oxen <clears throat> is that Yarfik, you have the leads of the oxen, and so they're just like. You're exactly the height of where the leads are, so they're just going right along with you. But then Olash is standing between them with like an arm over each one, um, just like becoming one with the animals. Also, kind of swaddling. Kind of. 
Um, as much as you can swallow. As much as, yeah. <laughs> I've decided I'll call my horse Daybreak. Daybreak Von Demos. <laughs> DVD. DVD. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so you guys go down to the other corner, uh, and sure enough, there there is a Wainwright down there. He's got a variety of uh, carts and wagons. So what do you guys prefer? I mean, a wagon is going to be like a, like a covered item so you can store things inside be out of the elements uh a cart is just going to be you know an open cart what's the price difference uh so a cart is going to run you about 15 gold pieces a wagon is 35 gold pieces standardly i feel like we could spring for a wagon between all of us yeah why not a full price that would be go for the wagon guys <laughs> well, well we should just have a party fund that we can pull from we should be mm. I think I think Cassian <laughs> is having a lot of fun like splitting the tip between everybody <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, pulls out yield tip app yeah. I just want to know what we're spending so it would be 875 a piece basically for for a wagon which is not bad if that's that's the covered wagon yeah if that's the one we that's want fine with me um, so yeah, so I uh, we walk up to the Wainwright and I say, "How much for one of your wagons, good sir?" Oh, these these fine wagons you see in front of you—they are thirty-five gold pieces. That's preposterous. Nice. I can get a wagon you, of better quality you, than a day's ride from here for fifteen. You seem oddly familiar. Have we met before? That same jerkin, same. You sound, uh, you sound very familiar. I I don't know what you're talking about. This isn't plaid. So you're out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been uh, I've been working very hard all day. I'm sweating intensely. I'm at this trying point. to. It's at the other side. Of, the other store was at the other side of the market, so we can't really see it from over here. But I feel like. Wouldn't you? Okay. Are you like related? Yeah, I just feel like we've met you before. You sound very similar. Right? I, I I assure you, I have never seen you before in my life, Yarfik. <laughs> Great. I say, well, that's neither here nor there. The fact of the matter is, I'm no, we're not willing to pay more than uh, 20 for a wagon of this quality. What do you mean, this quality? <laughs> uh, I do a little minor illusion and make it look like uh, one of the wheels is, like, rickety. Uh, roll sleight of hand. Okay. Uh, that is 18. So he, uh, you know, you point out that, that that wheel looks to be of substandard quality, and he's like, when did that happen? Oh, my. He, like, runs over and starts trying to adjust it. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but since your your illusion was, like, right over the wheel itself, he doesn't realize that there was one there. He just thinks he fixed it really quick, and he's like, ah, oh, it's, um, no, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I could probably do, like, 30. 25. <sighs> Why don't we take this? Yeah, well pile of wood scraps off your hands, no charge. It's a full tactic, Alan. Roll persuasion. <laughs> With disadvantage. No way. Uh, but no, it's that's 12, not right. Persuasion, but yeah, it's a 12. <laughs> Respectfully, miss, I don't think you I'm would know. So I don't think you would know a pile of wood scraps if you were really looking at one. What? This that's is not nice. <laughs> I can tell what a pile of wood scraps is. Sir, what's your name? I say 25, and we'll tell everyone we meet along the way that uh, this is the best Wainwrightery for miles. We could even paint your name on the side of the wagon along with Vermont. Why would we do that? My name is already etched into the side of the wagon. I do it on... Uh, it's Woodburned in, on, on what everything is, that I make. Your name is Woodburned in? Uh, yes, Woodburned in. <laughs> uh, Woodburned in. Woodburned in Woodburned in wagons. <laughs> WW. The... Um, yeah, so it's it's already on there. Um, I. I mean, you are giving it to the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate here. We our are... recommendation carries a lot of weight. Tell you what, we can do it 
for 25, but anyone, anyone asks where you got this wagon, and you're sending them to Woodburnden's. Of course, we wouldn't dream of doing otherwise. Woodburnden in stone He He spits in his hand and holds his hand out to uh, to you. All right, if that's what it takes. Spit in my hand, shake. Shakes your hand. And then he, he, like, he's wearing this large, like, leather apron, um, and he, like, wipes his hand off on the apron, but then happily takes the 25 gold pieces from you guys, and... The apron starts to crack and fall back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Cassian's acidic spit strikes again. <laughs> he's destroyed to... every clarinet he's ever played. Well, I was going to say, what happened to Randy's sister then? Oh, jeez. Ooh. Oh, boy. Gross. Uh, but yeah, so he he takes the money from you. Uh, he offers to uh, to help like hook the oxen up to it and shows you how to get their their bit and everything um, all set up. Um, so you guys are are outfitted now. You've got a horse, you've got a wagon, and a set of oxen. You know, you we can fast track through and say that you you gather provisions and stuff for your journey. So you've got um, you've already got your bedrolls and everything. You collect all your things from the inn. Uh, so you have all your belongings. You probably get some extra like uh, firewood to carry with you, flints, uh, sort of that basic stuff like that. And Scepter helps us a little bit finding stuff, maybe. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's he's very happy to play tour guide and show you where all the best places to go to get various things are. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the way, we put we put you know the word out that uh, that he's campaigning for the mayoral slot. Yes, yes. It's always um, you know you every shop you go into, uh, he goes in first and he's like uh, you know hey I just I want to let you guys know that I'm bringing the the you know Von Demas Adventuring Syndicate around. They're just they're shopping for some stuff because they're going to be leaving town. Okay, and the next shop we go to, I say, no, no, Seth, Jeff, now let me show you how you make an entrance. And I fling the door open and I say, welcome, we're running for mayor. This this fine fellow here is running for mayor. I love that you enter a building and say, welcome. <laughs> welcome to my presence. The shopkeeper goes, thank you. Uh, now please repair my broken windows. I'm now slipping. Uh, no, from the power of your voice. The hinges on the door are also bent. Yes, yeah, so you guys, you start laying down the ground game for this this mayoral <laughs> campaign uh, in your stead. Uh, this is gonna go so well. Yeah, but you get you get all of the the things you need. So you're all you're completely outfitted. We'll say like collectively. It, I mean, it doesn't cost you much. Maybe another ten gold pieces as a party, just to get everything that you need and get all the food and stuff, uh, as well as like oats for the, the horses and the oxen, stuff like that. Um, they'll also obviously just be able to graze along the way, so you don't need to necessarily have too much. Is there anything you want to do before you leave town? Anyone you want to say goodbye to, drop in on? Obviously, you've, Kuritika, talking to, you've spoken to Seth Jeff quite yeah. a bit. I guess we want to say goodbye to Karitika. Oh, Kesto? Oh, no, oh, you just want to bust in on Kesto no, one more time. We'll leave him in peace. Um, Did you want to give one nice goodbye? I assume we don't know where Karitika is, I don't know what she's doing. Uh, you can ask around. You can ask well, around, certainly. If you want to say your goodbye, I think it would it's up to the lunch. Yeah. Okay, oh, no. then let's okay. just hit the road. Do you want to leave her a, a note or anything? Or? No, I'll come back. We ripped day. the band-aid off. Stop digging your fingers in the wound, guys. <laughs> Olash has had a rough couple of days. I think we've all come out better for really Phil. <laughs> I'm glad you've all come out better for my rough couple of days. Eowyn, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to say goodbye to Fizzweave? I, I, no. <laughs> It would be too would hard. Would it also be too painful? It would be. No, it wouldn't be too painful. It's just, I don't, I wouldn't know what to, I wouldn't know what to say, so let's just go. Just say what you feel in your heart. Let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she feels in her heart. Right, yeah, yeah, we're heading off. Okay. Uh, so you, 
Uh, begin to put stones throw in your rear Do you view. Yell welcome as we're running off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Say welcome to the road. <laughs> so you head out from the the west edge of town, Cassie, and I'm assuming you are you are astride of of daybreak. Day, daybreak. Yep. Who is who is driving the wagon? Who's got the best animal handling? I have a plus two. I have a plus three. I have a zero. I think I'm driving. So uh, Yarfik is is behind the reins. Uh, you don't have to roll anything for it right now. At the moment, it's it's pretty easy travel because sure. you guys are still just sort of out of town. You leave a, a little after midday. Um, you started running your errands very early on, so you got everything done probably about noon or so, uh, which is when you like said your goodbyes to Seth Jeff, uh, and then you headed out. At this point, it's probably about say like three o'clock in the afternoon or so uh you, you the town is completely out of view and you are you're effectively alone on the road everybody could go ahead and roll a d6 we're gonna add those up and average them we're not adding anything to these you no straight d6 roll you're just all adding them and av- taking the average okay, well, i got a one me too i got a two i got a three Oh, great. <laughs> okay. So, uh, one, one, two, and three. It's 1.75, I think. Yeah. 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 So we're going we're gonna to round up. To two. To two. So you guys continue to travel. You're at a point where the, yeah, it's getting uh, a little bit darker, not because it's late in the day necessarily, but because there's, uh, there's just more tree cover here. The road at this point is like going through a forest. And you come to a point where Yarfik, you you notice this uh, before anybody else does, you feel that you've been hunters marked. Oh, crap. So, Cassian, do you, like, have a have a thing for redheads, or was that just a one-time... I, I don't have a... I don't have a type. Okay. Beauty comes in all shapes hey, and sizes. Okay. Everybody? What? We're being watched, and not, like, passively, like, intently. Okay, I take out my... Uh, shield and rapier and start scanning the trees. Just okay. be aware, someone's got a very big set of eyes on you. Go ahead. Anyone who's looking around can go ahead and roll a perception check. That's a 19. 19. I, I didn't remember what my... Uh, uh, 15. Uh, oh, uh, 20. Not natural. 15. Okay. 20. 20. 19. 19. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. Okay. Um, so, uh, Yarfik, you, you feel that that hunters mark come on to you and you're like hey everybody something's happening right now everyone is you know like be on the lookout and you're all looking around none of you see anything out of the ordinary it's just it's just the trees and the path and the underbrush as far as you can tell until from directly overhead an arrow fires down and hits the ground directly in front of the oxen and you hear a voice say you can stop right there. Uh, pull the reins back up. Stop right there. And uh. hello. Okay. <clears throat> hello. Who's that? Now, before you try anything stupid, and trust me, they always try something stupid. Let me warn you that I am not alone. My compatriots are positioned all around. We do not want to hurt you. All we want is your money. Funny. We were going to ask you for the same. Sir, I do not think you understand the gravity of the situation. And an arrow hits the seat right between your legs. Oh, that's a hell of a literally, shot. Literally rolled a 20 on that one. Oh, 
Okay, uh, I'm going to cast heroism on myself. Mommy, daddy buttons. Um, and I'm gonna. I, I assume we want to fight, right? I'm, we're not gonna give up our gold. I say. I call to the trees. I don't call that. Welcome, trees. I call to the trees. Before you tr- before you try anything stupid, you should know that you're dealing with the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate. We're fearsome, extremely competent, well, <laughs> warriors, heroes, killers, whatever you want to call us. We're not to be trifled with. Ton of those. <laughs> Campaign managers. So I guess I'm going to make an intimidation check. Uh, remind me what heroism does real quick. Oh, it's nothing to do with that. It's at the start of every turn while I have it up, I gain three temporary hit points. Okay, gotcha, 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 cool. Um, uh, yeah, you can go ahead and roll intimidation, see what happens. Oh, man. Uh, that is a six. No, sorry, it's actually a seven. <laughs> roll a strength check real quick. Uh, eight. So as you, you make this, this boast to the trees, because uh, you still can't see anybody, you feel this very hefty tug on your left arm as you are, uh, on your left leg rather, as you are pulled from daybreak onto the ground. Okay, do I see anything? You, well, now you okay. do see that there is a, a very hirsute halfling standing over you with a knife at your neck. Now, now, we don't have to make this any worse than it is. You were very aware we're in a weird position here. As I said, we do not want to hurt you. I didn't say we won't. We just don't want to. If I may, since we're being quite polite and speaking back and forth, who are we speaking to? Just so we're aware, we've introduced ourselves. You are speaking to uh, a group of individuals that is about to be richer to the tune of whatever's in your coin purses. And I, I, I understand that. I'm just trying to get a, ba- a bead on who I'm dealing with. I like to know who's going to be taking my money at most times. Uh, that is a, an understandable and admirable feat. Uh, however, I'm we trying, don't I'm always... I'm also trying to pinpoint where, where this voice is coming Yeah, from. you can roll perception against as you're keeping this going. That is a 12. Can I roll one more time? Yeah, yeah. Anyone who's still looking around can look. I'm too distracted by the knife at my throat. Yeah, yeah, no. You're you're otherwise involved. You had a 17? Three. Three. <laughs> Weirdly enough, Olash is the only one who sees him. Oh, it's like golf. something and she wanders into the forest. <laughs> Olash is chasing a bunny. <laughs> but she's hopping after it. <laughs> <laughs> As you're you're sort of like stalling a little bit and keeping this conversation going on and scanning the trees and looking around, you see that there is sort of this like green cloaked figure, probably about 15 feet up in a tree. You don't think it's the person who you've been talking to, but you're you're starting to notice where they're hiding. It almost looks like they're in like strategic tree blinds around this area. So you see two now that are up in trees, mm-hmm. plus the 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 hirsute halfling that's on the ground. So you you can assume there's at least four because you haven't seen the one who's been speaking to you, but mm-hmm. you don't know if there are more than that. Did you say that are they all halflings or just humanoids? Hard, the ones in trees, it's hard to tell with with the sort green of. The figure though is. 
So there are two green cloaked figures in the trees. Oh, that okay, you've they're seen. in the trees. I yeah. thought the one was standing down there. Never mind. No, no, no. The, um, there are two of them in the trees. The the halfling is wearing like brown leathers, which helps him keep you know hidden like right. on the in the ground. So, but yeah, but you see two figures in the trees. One sort of off to the left of the path. One off to the right. I mean, they both got clear lines of sight at all of you, but you still haven't found the one who's speaking. And they say. Uh, Look, I, I I do so appreciate a good tête-à-tête every now and then, but really, you must be going, and we must be having your coin. So, uh, two of my compatriots will be coming down uh, right now to uh, relieve you of that which weighs you, and then you can be on your way. I just, I, I feel, I understand why you need to do it. It's just, it's sad that you're rubbing a man on the cloth. It, it hurts me, and I'm getting down off the wagon at this point to mm-hmm. try to get near Cassie, and not, like, look threatening at him. I just want to check on him and see what's going on. Uh, so if uh, the moment you get within 10 feet of him, the halfling unsheathes another dagger and without even looking, points it directly at you. I'm walking like that. I'm not walking any further. I'm staying right here. I'm still saying, you know, it's really, it's sad that you have to take this time to, to go out at an adventuring party that brings along people of faith. And, you know, it's really hard nowadays for all of us to be able to make a living at anything. It's just, I understand. I really do. And you hear the response of, uh, you can sing your sob story someone else. Faith is a luxury that we can't all afford. Can I assume that I, that enough time has passed that I've gained my first three temporary hit points from heroism? Yeah. Okay. And um, would it be, can I try to make a sleight of hand check to cast a minor illusion without this guy? Sure. And what I'm going to do is try it, is um, create the illusion of like a, a really large, like freaky looking insect with a giant stinger flying towards his face or like, but like buzzing around his head to distract him. Okay. <laughs> that's cocked, that's cocked. All of a sudden, a giant orange D20 goes really flying at his God. face. It was a really, like, frilly throw, it and was. it just went yeah. right out the box and didn't even... Into a bat. It went into and the then subsequently, I rolled a one. Yeah. Wow, okay. So. Um, so you are, you're on your back currently. This halfling has a, a dagger at your throat, and with your left hand at your side, you start to sort of make the motions that are... Uh, that are involved in doing a minor illusion and without like missing a beat he drops the other dagger that he was holding out towards Yarfik and his hand shoots forward and grabs your hand and like (laughs) squeezes the fingers in so that you cannot move them and he just pushes the dagger so it's touching your throat now he's not cutting you but is he focused on him completely? I mean, so far as you can tell. And I'm 10 feet away. Yeah. I'm going to bull rush him. Okay. I'm not going to try to hurt him. I'm, and I'm not pulling my weapons up, but I'm trying to tackle him and hold him down. Okay. Go for it. So, Yarfik, you get just like one round of combat right now for this. Sorry. I just, um, I, no, no. I no, it's, it's, it makes sense to do. To <laughs> uh, so go ahead and roll a, uh, so this will be a, a grapple, essentially. So strength check? Yeah. Just straight strength? Um, well, with proficiency. Are you proficient in strength? Uh, I'm proficient. No, I'm not. So Then straight strength. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a new die. Wow. Um, so he he rolled a ten. Oh, oh man. Damn it. <laughs> so you wow, wow, wow. run forward and you go to try and tackle him down, but he is just like so steadfastly where he is. Uh, yeah, hey, you know, takes all kinds. But he so steadfastly uh, just stands his ground that you uh, you jump and you get your arms around his stomach. He doesn't budge. Aww. 
And now, now we have to roll the initiative. Okay. Oh, wow. Eleven. I'm gonna take this off of there. Four. Oh uh, no. Uh, sorry. Seven. Uh, Eighteen. Eleven. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if everybody wants to put their minis on the board, let me. We change the map. Uh, we're not changing the map. Um, I didn't prepare a specific map because there's a whole bunch of like different shit that could happen. So I'm just gonna quick and dirty draw something for you. <laughs> that, that's the wagon. That's the wagon. Nice. nice. <laughs> that works fine. I uh, I'll so allow it. I'm like you're here, home. I assume. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Yeah. The tree. Mm-hmm. Another tree. That's a bush. That's, oh. <laughs> That's Gavin like Rothfield. Oh. <laughs> These are the oxen. <laughs> Lefty is the D20. Great. Righty is the D. This will be daybreak. Oh, I should have been working on names for them. Um, yes. Well, what, <laughs> what gender are they? Uh, they're, uh, they're both male oxen. Damn. No, you know what? I don't care. I'm naming one of them Beatrice. <laughs> <laughs> It just feels right. Which one's Beatrice? Yeah, the one that looks like a Beatrice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We all just... All just go, okay, yep, yep. That's it. We know which one you're talking about. <laughs> so, those are the ones you know about. Was there a third? We saw another one? There's two in the trees. So, there's the, the halfling yeah. that, is, uh, that is right there that you guys are currently entangled with. Uh, there's the two that you saw in the trees. You know there's... At least one more, but you were never able to pinpoint their location, and that's what you know. So first up is Yarfik. Um, I still have my arms around him. He just hasn't moved. Yeah, you're still deep in the hug. I'm gonna try to grapple and then like flip him back in a suplex and just try to knock him out. Roll a roll a strength just check. Just get him off of casting it, basically. Appreciate it. <laughs> that's an eight. Uh, you you tighten your grip around him and you try to lift him up off He's the done. ground, but he is like made of neutron star or something. <laughs> this dude is so dense, you cannot get him up. Alright, I still have movement if I want. I'm trying to think about how many bonuses I can do as well. Go yeah. climb the tree. <laughs> That'll work real well. Yes. <laughs> uh, I know I have some bonuses, but I, I, I've got nothing else to do, so I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna stay in combat with him. I'm just gonna try to... If I move like closer over here, will that uh, attack of opportunity or is that? Uh, no, if you're if you remain within five feet of him, if you're just edging around, yeah, I'm he edging around and trying to get between him and Cassian, basically. Okay. Trying, I'm not going to get there, but cool. Yeah. Okay, it is the bad guy's turn. So the halfling is going to take a swipe at Yarfik. Uh, first one doesn't hit, and neither does the second one. So he. Swings at you with uh, with both of his daggers, just to sort of get a little bit of range, because you were just like all all up in his grill earlier. But you, he, you know, he, he whiffs on them. You don't. No contact is made. You deflect one with your shield. The other one just misses completely. Now, this this dude in the tree on the right over Nyaw is going to take. <laughs> it's a covered wagon. So uh, is taking a shot at Cassian since you are. Prone, he has disadvantage on it because it's a ranged attack. So that is a that is a sixteen to hit. Are we assuming that I managed to hold on to my shield when I fell off the horse? Not really. Then that hits. Okay, it would just be really, really difficult to do. Uh, so you take. But now uh, the horse has plus on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the shield is just sitting on top. Yeah. yeah, perfectly balanced. Yeah, daybreak is is all safe. Uh, so you take seven points of piercing damage oh as an arrow flies down from above and gets you right in the thigh. Oh, 
Okay. Um, so. So you you uh, take down from your temporary right. hit points first. Yeah. So. Because so, we have fourteen, um, and I believe I have to make a concentration check to hold the spell up. Is um, is heroism a concentration? It is. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. No, I do have advantage on these. Okay. What you needed. You just have to roll more than half of the damage you received. Oh, more than half? Yeah. Oh, then I definitely, yeah, that even the first roll is sufficient. Okay, cool. Then you're good. Um, so you, you keep it up. You'll still get temporary hit points um, yeah. at the beginning of your turn, right? It's the beginning of your turn? Yes. Yeah. One on the other side over here is going to take a shot at Yarfik. 15 to hit? Nope. Does not hit. So it uh, takes a shot, but it just like pings off of your one of your shoulder plates. And then there's another arrow comes flying out of the forest from sort of over here, also at the two of you, but just like hits the ground short of where you're lying. And then an arrow comes from overhead and again hits the ground in front of the oxen. Um, At least two more arrows. Don't you hurt Beatrice. <laughs> oh no. Here comes the rage. She rages. <laughs> And it is Olash's turn. And Olash rages. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to get off the wagon, get out of the wagon. Ugh, I'm so glad to hear you're not on the wagon again. <laughs> do, so do I know where these two in the trees are generally? or? Uh, yeah, I mean, especially you were looking in that direction, you just saw them fire, so you can safely assume that you're, you're aware of their positioning. Close enough to anyone to do anything. You should get close to the halfling. Well, how? Um, not, not close enough, though. Oh. Well, remember, you move forty feet when you're raging. Forty. Yeah, you get an extra ten feet from your from your animal totem. Right. right. What what totem did you pick again? The mink. Mink. That's right. That's right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to come over to this one in the tree over here, uh, drawing drawing my my axe. Your great axe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, that one. I mean, they are up in a tree, but because of how tall you are and the length of your great axe, you you should still be okay. in range to hit yeah, them. Yeah, maybe I should have asked that. But <laughs> <laughs> Figured Olash would just go for it, uh, and I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna take gonna take a swing. Go for it. Good old swing. So that should probably hit. I think so because that's a fifteen uh, plus. Six yep. plus... Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right, so then damage... That's it's a, a D12. D12. Holy oh, no! <laughs> Just roll the other one. Huh? It was a 12, though. <laughs> Damn it. Ah, <laughs> oh, fudge. Purple, you failed me. Um, so, so that's seven. Do I get any advantage... Or not advantage, but like additional for... Rage? Uh, Plus two melee yeah. damage, yeah. So seven, eight, nine. Okay, so uh, you you see that that Beatrice is in danger, <laughs> and <laughs> and that does not jive with you. So you uh, just go into that white hot rage. You can see the the grip on your axe, like your knuckles go white um, as you leap off the wagon and go rushing forward. And you just zero in directly on where that uh, that person in the tree is, and like you choke up on the uh, the axe so that you're all the way at the end of the handle because you can see it over your head, and you just swing, and you get him right in the thigh, like your your axe is right in the thigh meat, as he screams like that hurt a lot. He's he's still up there and he's still holding on, but what I'll let you do is roll roll a strength check real quick. 
Your D20 is right there. <laughs> <laughs> she go. thought that was Beatrice. With proficiency? Yep. Okay. Uh, so that's 22. So you have embedded your axe in his thigh, done the damage. As you pull the axe out, you pull him out of the tree. Yes! Um, <laughs> and he takes another three points of bludgeoning damage as he hits the ground. Um, and he is currently laying prone. You pissed off the wrong barbarian. Um, so yeah, so that guy is not looking good. Next up is Eowyn. Okay, I'm going to cast sleep on the other one in the tree and try to, <laughs> hopefully he'll fall out of it. <laughs> 20 foot rad. Okay. <laughs> oh, nope, fails. For sure. Yeah, I rolled a three. Well, it's sleep is not, you oh. don't roll a spell attack for it. Oh! For yeah, sleep, you roll, you roll a number of d8s, I believe, oh, and then you, uh, you add those up, and that number of wow. HP creature get put to sleep. Oh, cool. So how many d8s? I, five d8s plus two d8 per spell level, so just five d8s. Here's another two. Got them all. Okay, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Two plus. Okay, well, uh, 33. <laughs> 33, okay, and Holy it's a, a 20-foot radius, uh, correct? Yeah. I got two eights, a seven, and two fives, yeah. Okay, so where seven. are you centering it? It's a 20-foot radius? Yeah. I, yes. I'm going to center it there and just hope that it sort of catches anything that might be in this edge of that tree. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you said it was it was 33, 33 correct? Yeah. Okay, cool. The, the one you can see falls out of the tree. <laughs> hits the ground uh, takes six points of bludgeoning damage uh, but remains asleep and then uh, like a half a second later uh, falls out of a tree and takes six points of bludgeoning damage uh, but also remains asleep so those two are asleep drooling like little bruised babies you know how babies are always bruised, yeah. right? <laughs> well, the bruised babies are the ones, ones that, that are drooling. Trees, yeah. yeah. Wait a minute, what? Babies what are always bru- This is new. Oh, Yarfik was a bruised baby, you guys. <laughs> um, and, uh, I call, and I call out, whoa! <laughs> hey, hey, bud! For, for a split second, you're like, did I just summon a guy? <laughs> Say, hey, bud, looks like you're starting to get outmatched there. Bud. <laughs> uh, nice one, nice one, Ola. There's, there's Thank you. no response from the trees. Okay. Uh, so Cassian, you're up. First you get your three hit points. Yeah. So I'm going to draw my short sword. Does it? You should draw it like one of your French girls. <laughs> <laughs> he no longer has his dagger to my throat, correct? Because he's fighting Yarfik. Correct. He is, he is entangled with Yarfik. Okay. And so getting to my feet won't provoke an opportunity attack, will it? No, because you, you remain in the position you are in. Right. If you okay. were to try to move outside of five feet of him, it would. No. Like yeah. So no, I'm going to get, I'm going to get to my feet and uh, slash him with my short sword. Uh, that is a uh, 13. Uh, 13 hits. Nice. Go ahead and roll damage. How do you like me now? Uh, seven. Seven points of damage as you uh, you get up. He's he's no longer paying direct attention to you, and you're able to just sort of like slice right along his back, cut off a, a big swath of his cape, um, and you can see the, uh, the damage that you deal to him um, as he is now flanked, essentially. Are you going to... Are you staying put? Are you going to move? Yeah, no, I'm good here for the moment. I'm okay. Just, Many times. Oh yeah, powers. is that something I have time to do? You, see, you say the code word and Daybreak flips the shield. <laughs> <laughs> you bucks in it. 
flies over to you. And you um, I would say not on this turn. Okay. But on your next turn, you would be able to. Um, it would it would take an action to do it because it's sort of like entangled with the bridle the oh, way you were that holding would have it. To be my whole action. Or yeah, it would know. be your action for okay. the turn. But at the moment, you can just rest assured that it is protecting Daybreak's back. <laughs> Thank heaven for small miracle. Yes. Uh, back up to the top in Yarfik. Uh, I am going to uh, sacred, fl- uh, basically, like you know, seeing castings back in and everything else, take a position and throw basically what's left in my ale, uh, my tankard, and okay. sacred flame him in the face. Okay, cool. Uh, it's a what a dex save. Uh, sacred flame is. Let me take a look. I don't remember if you I, rolled I a hit attack. or I rolled I a save. Attack, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have to make it. Oh uh, no, no, one creature save or D8 radiant damage. So yeah, you make a dex save. Uh, no, I don't. Oh, great. Perfect. <laughs> so, I was like, you don't? Okay, what do I have to do then? Uh, okay, so... So, 1d8. Three. Three points of radiant damage as you grab your tankard in one hand and splash the remnants on it, uh, invoking Aja's name, and just splash it right in his face, and it's just this, like searing ale, essentially, uh, hitting him right in the face as he takes another three points of damage. Um, uh, by the way, I grabbed my short sword because I assumed that if I dropped my shield, I dropped my rapier, too. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. You were dragged off a horse, and you were like, ah, open hands. Which is your, you know, that I feel like that's your standard reaction to things. You're always just like, ah. That's, we know one thing about Cassius, and he's always making that sound. Yes. Especially when he sleeps. It's yeah, really awkward. It's really ridiculous. <laughs> so next up is the bad guys again. Um, uh, sleep just lasts a minute, if I'm if that's I'm remembering right. correctly, right? There's no save out of it. So those two are just down for the count for right now. The highwayman... Uh, Jesus, fuck. Goes to take another swing at Yarfik with the first one, uh, but drops his dagger. So... <laughs> He really, it, he really got burned. Well, yeah, like he he had trouble seeing, and he goes. He actually makes contact with you, but it just hits your armor. But it like tinks in such a way that he loses his grip on it. So he's now only got one of his daggers up, and that is can't read. Reading is fundamental. Uh, seventeen to hit with the other one. No, which does not hit. Uh, so the other one, you you easily just smack away with your shield. Takes more than that to pierce a dwarf. <laughs> that's that's the motto me. at like Dwarven Clares. <laughs> you need to buy me dinner Dwarven first. Clares. Yeah, you go to Dwarven Clares to get your septum pierced as a dwarf, yeah. and they have to like hit it with a chisel. They use, like an awl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, that may be the dumbest thing we've come up with on this podcast so far, which is now. saying a lot. Yeah. Yarfik, how many piercings do you have, and how many Dwarven Clares have they broken? <laughs> Four piercings and seven Clares. I mean, he is a Dwarven cleric, cleric. after all. Uh, <laughs> you know what? That was the dumbest thing yeah. ever. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm, I've had enough. Um... So, uh, as that happens, a <laughs> uh, 17 to hit on an arrow coming at you, Cassian. Uh, an arrow? Oh, uh, 17 does hit. Hold on one second here. Shield of the Faithful. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I, Shield of the Faithful only affects melee attacks, I thought. I'm looking. When creature attacks target other than you within five feet of it, you can use your reaction to oppose its managed attack roll. You must be able to see both the attacker and the target. Your opposed arm shield does not say anything about ranged or melee. Is okay, it? cool. So, it just imposes disadvantage? Imposes disadvantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Must be able to see both attacker and target. True. It's, uh, it's, um, the, oh, actually, no, that's a good point. Right you don't back. see this one. Right, so therefore, I have to um, see it. So, yeah, so this is, this is the mysterious one that was speaking to you earlier. I'm going to check that as well, just to make sure that it's not melee. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. But other, but either way, if you can't see them, yeah. you okay. can't see well, them. Well, seventeen hits. Yeah, so seventeen hits. So that is arrow hits you, uh, just sort of in like your back meat, 
for five piercing damage. You can just say butt. But not your butt, your, your back meat. Like, not your spine, just like okay. the meat that no, is your the back. The penis on your back. Five yeah. points of damage? Yes. He's taping his pants up. Okay, I make my concentration save. Uh, so that is that one. The the dude uh, that you knocked out of the tree, Olash, is going to get up and take a swing at you uh, with his short sword, and that is a 22 to hit, um, which I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that that probably hits. Who do you think you are? <laughs> you're correct, you're correct. Okay. <laughs> uh, and that is five piercing damage uh, reduced to two because you are raging. Yes. Right. I oh, I forgot earlier. Rafalka for them to sleep. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. And then, and then one more arrow ooh, comes out of the woods, and it's going to go at... Uh, one more arrow? One more arrow comes out of the woods at you, Aon, and it's a crit. I'm in a covered wagon. You uh, were able to lean out enough to be able to see to cast a spell, which means oh. you're visible. Um, Wait, so that's three arrows now that have come It depends on where the they are. Wow, true. And you don't know where this other one is. So that is... Two, eh. Oh, you're lucky. Uh, that's only four points of piercing damage. Oh, good. They rolled a one on their damage roll. Where, where is this? Did, did I see where that last one came from? So there was uh, the one that hit Cassian came from overhead. Uh, the last one, roll a perception check real quick to see if you if you noticed it. 16. Uh, 16, it came from sort of in, in front of where you all are. So, so like, somewhere yeah, somewhere in that area. And that is, uh, the other two are asleep, so that's all the, the bad guys. Ola, you're up. Uh, okay, I'm going to keep attacking this. this Ne'er-do-well. <laughs> Rascal. How did you know his name? Uh, so 17 that plus hits. 6. That hits. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. D12. Come on. It was almost a 10. Yeah. <laughs> it flipped. So three, seven, eight, nine. Nine. He's just sla- slashed at you with his sword, and you uh, like shake off the hit that you got from him because of your rage, and you just, I feel like, so this it's a killing blow. How do you want to do it? Because I, I want I want to know how Olash plays this out. Like, um, are you dedicating this to Beatrice? <laughs> uh, I am dedicating. This. <laughs> <laughs> and also, let us not uh, forget Claude. Yeah. Um, the other ox. Yes. Other yes. Ox. Claude. Beatrice and Claude. Um, <laughs> it's C L O D. Claude. <laughs> and oh. So what, like, what did he attack me with? Uh, just, just most recently a short sword. A short sword? Okay. So, um, I, and he's a, what is he? Uh, he looks to be a, a human. So far as you can tell, he's got like a hood up. Um, so it's hard to, he, like, he could be half elven as like well. how much shorter than me is he? Uh, probably about half to three quarters of a foot. Okay. Um, I would like to just, you know, bury my axe, like, right in the back of his neck. I would like okay. to bury my axe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Holy crap. Sure. Uh, so are you doing this with the intent to, like, behead him? Um, you know, like, I haven't thought it fully through. I wasn't like, I want to behead him. But, like, but, like if it, it happens. I wouldn't, you know, be upset. Uh, because Holy Beatrice and Claude deserve a head. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So you swing down with all your might 
cleave his head clean off his shoulders single spurt of blood just right out of the (laughs) hole like rains down on you there's now this like streak going right down the center of your face um it doesn't get in your mouth okay (laughs) it's just on my face yeah do you want to do you want to move stay in put what's Um, you still got 40 feet of movement. Yeah, I guess I should I guess I should move. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to come over here to these these sleep these sleepy birds. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Oh, watch the people. Oh no. <laughs> no, they were in trees. That's not no. We learn so much about her every day. <laughs> like she knows that they were people attacking her, but that means they're they're just a kind of bird. Yeah, like it's arrow birds. Just, birds come in all shapes and sizes. They're, like they're wearing cloaks. I assume that just like under that, they're well, cloaks they are like, just wings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. They have feathers under them. Yeah. Like it's, the rare green cloaked arrow bird. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they're pretty common in these parts, but um, Eowyn, you are up next. Okay. (laughs) Now I'm angry. I rage. (laughs) Oh, no, but when Eowyn rages, she takes twice as much damage. No. uh, um, Wow, I really just snorted. That was... Going to... Yeah, yeah, that was really... (laughs) sad. Really unfortunate. I'm going to try to roll a perception to try to see where that person, where that arrow came from. Okay. Um, 12. Uh, that's higher than their stealth roll. Ayo. Win. Win. <laughs> uh, so you, looking Ayo, forward, remembering place. where that came from, you see that, that there's what seems to be like a, a blind set up in a bush, so they're actually ground level. Mm, okay. I'm going to... Um, gonna I'm start going to start beatboxing. I'm going to start beatboxing. No, I'm going to get out of the covered wagon, okay. kind of over Beatrice, gently, and um, <laughs> off of Beatrice, and then I'm going to move. I have 30 feet of movement. Does that count as a movement? I mean, it's five foot. So you don't have to, like, way. walk out on the oxen and then off. You can just, like, step <laughs> off the wagon. <laughs> but I want to. Okay, that's fine. No, um, it doesn't impede uh, your movement. 10, it's that they're 10, not 10, difficult 20, terrain. 20, <laughs> Beatrice and Claude are not difficult terrain. No, they're oxen. They've got like flat backs. I'm just going to cost. You could stack champagne glasses on them. Firebolt on him. Oh, okay. On him in the blind. Go ahead and Let roll the, your d20. Let the blind on fire. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, 17. It hits. Yeah. And then. Um, d10 damage, I believe. D10 damage, I believe. Aww. Two unattended flammable objects ignite. Yes. So uh, you get out, you uh, finger gun your firebolt over there, and it pierces <laughs> right through the the blind, and you hear like ah, like someone being burned, and you also see that you've set the blind itself on fire because mm-hmm. it was made of like dry brush. And then I now I crouch because <laughs> I realize I'm pretty out in the open. You are in the middle of the road, yeah. <laughs> Cassian. Uh, so you take your your another three temp hit points. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for the reminder. Uh, and then I'm going Found to a heart. Uh, once again attack uh, the halfling with my short sword. Okay. Oh, Cassian! Seven. Cassian! No dice on your slice. I believe that's... Oh, uh, yeah, that's all I can do for the moment. Okay, you're not going to move? Get in. Help! No. <laughs> I, mean, I get under the horse. Right <laughs> if I move this tab, I was raging. I don't. I can't. <laughs> All right. No, I'm staying. I guess 
I, you said I can edge around, right? So yep. I'm going to try and get as much between Eowyn and the attackers as it's possible for me to get right now. But okay, I mean, you can get between her and the halfling. You're not going to be able to do anything about oh, that uh, directly between her and the person off fine. in the distance. Yarfik. Uh, if he's moving away... Uh, can I see the guy that's on fire now? Yeah, he's on fire. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you can see certainly like the fire and you heard yeah. the, the yelp. So I'm going to... Um, Look up over there, see him, and cast Compelled Duel on him. Uh, and so I, uh, I say, Brutha! And let that there, and now he has to make a wisdom saving throw if he moves, if he wants to attack, oh no, sorry, disadvantage on attacks if he moves within, uh, without 30 feet of me, he has to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, what's the DC? Uh, the DC is 13. Ooh, 12. So he is compelled to duel you, which doesn't mean that he has to attack you. It just means he has disadvantage on any attack that's not against you, correct? And and, um, basically, if if I attack another creature, the spell ends. If he's done damage by anybody else in my party as well, the spell ends. But he he has to stay within 30 feet of me, and he has to attack me. And so on that as well, I'm going to edge around him again Mm -hmm. and just stay right here. Mm, Great. Great. The bad guys is up next. So the halfling is going to take two swipes at you, Cassian, and they are just both utter garbage. Okay. <laughs> Disadvantage on those. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, I thought you gave this guy Compelled Duel. Compelled Duel. Yeah, I Shield the Faithful. Shield the Faithful. Yeah. Oh, oh, right, yeah. right. This, but is, they were, this is what I do. They right. were utter garbage regardless, so okay. it, it didn't matter. He throws um, a candy wrapper and a banana peel. <laughs> 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 Whatever's the, my pockets. Uh, dude that just got sort of set on fire is going to try and still take on Eowyn, uh, but he misses big time. An arrow just sort of like goes flying off, hits a tree trunk in this area over here. Those two are still asleep. Nerds. <laughs> uh, and so nerds and birds. An arrow uh, again comes down from overhead, but just sort of hits the ground between the oxen and daybreak. Doesn't hit anybody. Leave my horse out of this. Olash. All right. I'm going to swing down on this one right here. Holy shit. Okay. You have advantage. (laughs) Good. So that's 17. That hits. Oh, crap. She's killing sleeping people. Yeah, great. She's got to keep that raids going. Uh, So that's... He's dead. He's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Just... Put him out of his misery already. It's like, it's like taking a chicken to the woodshed. All right. Yeah. I'm not able to attack the other one on this turn. Uh, you do not have a okay. multi-attack yet. <clears throat> then I am going to move over here. So you guys are all sort of ganging up on that halfling. Herflung. <laughs> Herflung. <laughs> Eowyn. Great. <laughs> um, I'm going to not attack him because then that means he's out of the duel, right? So I'm going to try to perceive that other one. There's one more. Yes. So I'm going to that's, try to that's somewhere overhead. You don't know exactly out where. where that person is. Okay. With perception. <laughs> oh yeah, eighteen plus four. Uh, there. They're real stealthy. Oh my goodness. Wow. Um, so I can't see them. That's fine. Um, I will... Go for cover. No, I'm going to get that halfling. Oh yeah. So I'm going to go for cover and get the halfling. <laughs> I'm going to go right on back to the wagon. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I 
Can I hide under a tree? Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna move over to this tree and hide under it. And then with my nice little line of sight of the halfling, I'm going to cast, because I haven't yet, I'm gonna cast Ray of Frost. Cool. Which is a cantrip. Yeah, it's a D8, I believe. Yeah, but I don't have to roll a D20. Yes, you have to do that too. I'm just. (laughs) Oh, six plus. Your spell attack bonus. Your spell attack bonus. Second page. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, 11. Does not hit. Oh, okay. Just misses. As this is really like the first time that you're offensively casting this spell Mm -hmm. and and, um, and sort of casting it into what is now like a big group of of also all of your compatriots. You're you're trying to be extra careful to not hit any of them. (laughs) Uh, So it just sort of sails roughly over their heads. All right. The little guy. Oh, yeah. Tried. Uh, yeah. The, the 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 severed head of that dude is frozen now. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Very uh, nice. Cassian. Um, an attack once again. This halfling guy. Um, that is a thirteen. Thirteen hits. Yes. Okay. That's, um, that is nine damage. Nine damage. With your short sword again? Mm-hmm. Um, so you go to hit him with your short sword. There's just so much commotion going on right now with, with Yarfik having put the compelled duel on his compatriot and Olash now joining the fray that he's not quite paying attention. You're able to stab him right in the back. And you can feel him just sort of go limp. His, his back meat or just his back? <laughs> I, 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 thank you for clarifying, actually. It is, it is the meat of his back. Okay. So you stab him right through the back meat, and it comes right at his front meat. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, two types of meat. Yeah. And you feel, like, the, the weight of him on your sword now, which, as we established earlier, very heavy. This guy's yeah. real dense. Yeah. Uh, so it, like, drags you to the ground <laughs> until you pull your sword out. Uh, but he is, he is down. Okay, and I'm gonna call out. Dead? I'm gonna call out to uh, the dead. remaining okay. bandits. Dead is down. I'm gonna call out to the remaining bandits. You've seen what quick work we've made of your companions. End this idiotic fight now before we butcher you all. Oh crap! And I'm gonna crap. make an intimidate. Uh, that is a. That is a seventeen. You won't know until their next turn. Okay, fair enough. You're fair. I'm going to move here, stand right in front of him, and I'm gonna hold my attack until I hear the response from. Yeah, I'm just going to hold my attack until I hear the response from his compatriot. Okay. Did the guy get out of the blind? He is He is still in... So he's currently on fire. Uh, he. Well, the blind itself is on fire, okay. and he is within it, so he's not necessarily on fire. He's not taking damage from his... He hasn't started taking damage yet. It okay. hasn't burned that much. It's only been six seconds. Okay. So you're holding your action to see what Holding my, my attack to see if, 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 if... Yeah, what happens. Okay. The, the dude in the, the fire blind is going to extricate himself from it, and from overhead, you hear that same voice you were speaking to earlier. Just leave the bodies. Uh, that. <laughs> Wait, uh, unless we want to loot them. I mean, why don't you come on down, and we'll take whatever gold you've taken so far, and then we'll head on out, and leave the bodies. Royal persuasion. Will do! I'm not that great at that. <laughs> yeah... Seven. <laughs> you you don't hear a response. Right, I'd say um, let's take whatever coin we can from these corpses and be on our way. Yeah, sounds good. You guys just stay where you are, all right? We'll leave the bodies, but we won't leave whatever they were carrying. Sounds the, good. Um, the, uh, the compelled duel one throws down his his longbow and his short sword, and by by this point with this conversation going on, uh, this this other dude has woken up to see his friend next to him is beheaded dead well no that one wasn't beheaded oh, okay. that, that one was beheaded. Behead all of she's that. not a monster 
Um, varies it up. She changes it. It's not all head chops. All and the time. Uh, what what languages does everybody speak? Oh, I speak common and dwarvish. I speak common, draconic, elvish, abyssal, and dwarven. Okay. Dwarvish, draconic, abyssal, and common. I speak common, elven, orc, and tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's and the language of song. <laughs> Uh, that's adorable. <laughs> the uh, you hear something in uh, a language you do not recognize, and the uh, the the one who just woke up throws his weapons down as well. I don't recognize it at all. You do not recognize. Not it. even recognize oh, it, wow. even with all my research. Wow. Okay, so that must be a very obscure language. Okay, so I I'm going to walk over to this guy and um, demand his coin purse. I say, cough up your coin. Uh, he he hands it over. Um, let me just. He's got about 40 gold pieces on nice. him. Nice. Nice. Let's go loot. Oh, let's start looting. I, yeah. I get the... I, oh, get the I, I pick up my shield, too. Halfling. Uh, yeah, so whoever's looting, just just roll uh, investigation. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to place the bodies, rev- like, not reverently, but I'm going to ask the guy in front of me to help me okay. off the road. And That's a 16 for investigation. That's a 17 for me. 17... Are you investigating too? No. Nope. She's comforting she's the animals. <laughs> she's, she's just petting, petting <laughs> Beatrice. I've got a sugar cube pack if you need some. <laughs> so you uh, all told uh, from the the bodies and from the other still living gentlemen, you gather about uh, you gather about 160 gold pieces. Is that including nice. the 40 from this guy? Uh, not including okay. the 40 from that guy. So it'll be, it's 200 total. Cool. So we all. Fifty gold yeah. pieces. Good haul. Great. I'd advise you to consider another line of work as we stride back to the horses in the cart and prepare to make our way onward. Are you saying that to like the two who are down with you, or the the overhead Making one that you still haven't seen? To the to the group. No response. I don't. Th- I mean, we're not trying to take these guys prisoner or anything. No. Right? Uh, let's go back to. <laughs> That's Gusto. Back to Gusto. Oh, he'd love that. <laughs> I do say to them, you know, do perhaps think on what's happened here today, and a Gia's blessing be with you if you choose the path that's light instead of dark. Yeah, yeah, bud. <laughs> what an accent mark on that. And I, I, I hop <laughs> and back I, on the wagon and start and eating. Before, before that happens, I, uh, the guy that's been on fire, I try to like, give him like a salve for his wounds or something like that. Oh, he's not on fire, he just has like a burn from where he got hit with the firebolt. But he is, I mean, he's appreciative of the healing. Cool. So, uh, the... Those two, do you, like, take their weapons? Yeah, I think we might as well disarm them, right? Leave them. Yeah. Yeah, we take all the weapons that well, are we, scattered We strip around. them naked, and we leave them in the forest. Okay. Yeah, well, I think weapons and armor, anyway. I think they can keep their... Uh, I'd like your left shoe, please. They're, uh, they're wearing uh, leather armor. One of them has a you know large burn mark on it now. And they, uh, you get an array of, of longbows and quivers of arrows and short swords. That's oh, what they were equipped with. So that's, that's five sets of everything, basically? Five sets of leather armor? Uh, yes, five sets of leather armor. One very bloodstained. Uh, one burned. Uh, <laughs> one with a large stab mark in the back. Uh, and that one is halfling-sized. Okay. The others are all, like, generic humanoid-sized. Okay. So you load up everything in the wagon... Uh, I, I, I gave him a message I, did, I slipped a little pamphlet and say just think about them okay. just think about the first time <laughs> you, you give him your chick tracks I give him a business card from Uh he just he takes the pamphlet and like he wasn't wearing anything under his armor so he just takes the pamphlet and like holds it over his junk <laughs> I have two <laughs> he takes the other one and holds it over his butthole 
Real classy. <laughs> wow. What, what's worse, butthole or jerkin? Awen hates the word jerkin. Aaron does not love the word butthole. <laughs> got it. Got it. It's hard to distinguish between the two sometimes. Yeah. You guys have the same disgusted face. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you uh, you pack everything up and you head out on your way. Uh, you continue traveling for several miles until evening sort of sets in. Um, for hit points, by the way, just so we know. I have eight. I'm at 31. <laughs> okay. I'm I lost a couple. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't get hit in that fight, so I'm doing perfectly fine. So you uh, you find a, like a, a good place to sort of make camp for the night, set up a, a campfire. Yeah, sometimes you might drink water and like spill it on yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you uh, you bed down for the evening. Uh, Yarfik, I'm assuming you probably heal those that need a healing. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm going to actually load up my ring as well. I forgot to do that. I realized. Yes, I was to, going to, to ask you about that. If there's that anything up. you want to do in this overnight is, is period. This, this is eight, eight hours? Yeah, this will be a long rest. So I'm yeah. gonna, then I'm going to do something really cool. I'm going to gather us all around in like kumbaya circle. Okay. And I'm going to have us all hold hands and kind of do a breathing exercise. And while that's happening, I'm casting Prayer of Healing, which uh, allows six creatures to heal 2d8 plus uh, my spellcasting modifier. Do I, okay. Do we and have to he sing? makes us say grace before <laughs> <laughs> Um. So I have a question about the ring. Yes. Do I have to select which spell goes in it? Yes. So it's not just like a, a blank spell slot you get. So you can load up to... What? I get yeah. that. I know. I, I, it you can load up five to five levels of spells. Correct. But I have to choose specifically which spells go into it. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. So you could do like five level one spells or two level twos and yes. a level one yes. spell or one fifth level spell, I which understand. you don't have. But. And Aaron, you also got 11 hit points back. Oh, great. <laughs> 11 hit points. Can I cast Speak with Animals to tell Claude and Beatrice I love them? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. So, uh, so for you, is this is... Is that one of your barbarian powers? You can speak uh, with animals? It's yes. It's one of my totem warriors. That's yeah, so it's it's a, a ritual casting. So essentially what you can do is like once you guys settle up in the clearing for the evening, um, you take a knee in front of them. And the whole process of this takes like about 10 minutes or so of you like centering yourself and, and focusing with, with Beatrice and Claude, making a lot of like intense focus focused eye contact <laughs> until something just sort of awakens within your mind and you can you you feel that they are like ready to be conversed with so what do you say oh i say i love you and i'm glad you're safe and i will do everything in my power to keep you safe and beatrice sort of like looks up at you with those like just like those those big baleful like oxen eyes and you hear her say, um, oh, him, yeah. uh, sorry, Beatrice, I apologize. I apologize. I, I didn't want to, I, I was assuming her gender and uh, his gender. I'm doing it again. Oh my God. Uh, I didn't sleep enough. So Beatrice looks up at you with his large, baleful brown eyes and says, mm, oh, lush, good. <laughs> and Claude looks over and shakes his head approvingly <laughs> as, as in agreement. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> and uh, with that, you bed down for the evening. I'm uh, I will say, right while now. I see Olash doing that, I, I want to make sure Daybreak doesn't get jealous, so I go up to him and I just start whispering in his ear, you're such a, such a handsome, brave boy. Well, I assume that, so that, that you've been you've away. been combing him. Oh, yeah. Uh, and giving him a good brush down, you know, like getting... brushes every night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and getting that, like, spot on his haunches that he really likes. 
that just makes him like nicker a little bit. I'm um, actually I'm gonna ask Olas to teach me how to braid his mane. <laughs> Yarvik's feeling a little left out, so he's gonna go and sit and talk to a chia. Okay. Someone else is talking to me, so uh, just cool. do a check in for the evening. Great. And then I'll take first watch. So you guys, uh, you know, figure out your watch schedule. You bed down for the night. And we'll end our first day of travel there. Yes! Sweet doo-doo! Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. Tune in for our live stream Q&A on Monday, October 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern, courtesy of Victory Condition Gaming. Then, come say hi to us at CarnageCon on November 3rd at 7 and 9. Head to CarnageCon.com to secure your badge and seats. Want to support the show? Go to Patreon.com slash IWVTCast and help us upgrade our setup. Can't afford it? We understand. Maybe just review us on your platform of choice? It helps keep us visible to the masses, and we want mass visibility! Our theme music is Overworld by Kevin MacLeod. You can check out all of his work at Incompetech.com. Tune in next time as the party continues on the road to Bastavier and things get a little spooky. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production.